Good afternoon, everybody that's listening in. Let me give you an introduction about myself. My name is Hannah Patterson. I actually just turned 30 May 31st. I am divorced from my ex-husband that I was with for five years, and we have two beautiful children together, Logan, who is now nine, and Hope, that is now four. And I am currently remarried to the love of my life, who I have known since my freshman year of high school, and together we have one amazing two-year-old son, Ryder. Now today I want to discuss something that I can personally relate to because I am a mother of three and two of my children are fathered by my ex-husband and that is going to be talking about co-parenting with your ex to help benefit not only yourself but to benefit your children as well. Um, my f- husband and I, my ex-husband, I should say, and I have been divorced since 2016. So since my oldest was four, almost five years old and our youngest, which is hope was about a couple of months old. And ever since then, I've been having difficulties trying to figure out how to co-parent with him while trying to make sure that my children don't think differently about their own father, as well as their new stepmother. The reason why I decided to go with this topic is because a lot of single parents can relate to the difficulties trying to co-parent with the other parent just for the sake of the child and nothing more. In the last four years, with the help of my ex-husband's ex-fiance, I know that sounds like a mouthful, they actually have an 11-year-old daughter together who are my children's half-sister. I was able to get advice from her and as well as advice from my mother, who was a single parent since I was seven, as well as a couple of other friends and families that have been through similar circumstances that I was going through during that time. One of the things that I learned early on after the divorce is that even though you want to try to settle child custody and everything else outside of court, It's not a bad idea to get the court systems involved, so that way you have a paper trail and a court order that could be used if everything does turn out pretty bad. The reason why I'm saying this is because even though you both might agree to something, you might upset the other parent and they might want to go back on the agreement. Now, if you have a court order in hand, then they won't be able to do that. There are parents out there which I commend 100% and have the biggest respect for, and those are the parents that are able to co-parent very well together and go to court with an agreement already in regards to split times, holidays, child support, special occasions, etc. It helps not only the judge with their ruling for your child, but for your children as well, because it'll see they will be able to see how well their parents work together without learning hostile or hostile behavior or seeing your parents being hostile or seeing the tension whenever the mom and dad are around one another because children can read the room, so to speak. So when they see the mother and father either fighting, ignoring one another, or even making snarky remarks to one another and their anxiety, their anxiety is about the new about the new circumstances will only get worse the best advice i can give for people that are trying to figure out a mutual custody plan for your children is to make it final with a judge 
because if you go into courtroom with no agreement plan or are hostile with one another, then the last thing that you really want happening is a complete stranger making decisions about your children, regardless of the circumstances. Now, the second advice that I can give parents out there that are listening in is to make sure that if you talk to the other parent about important topics, to make sure that it's through email, text message, or even a co-parenting app such as Co-Parenter. And you can actually get that on your iTunes or even on the Google Play um, app as well. The reason why I say this is for parents who want to have extra time with their children for special occasions like vacations, birthday parties, or weddings, or anything like that. It would be helpful to be able to make sure that you have a hard copy of the conversation in case if the other person forgets or wants to try to backtrack on what they say. People believe that a court order is law and you can not change or modify it with the other person, even if they both agree to the different terms. Now, in my personal opinion and the opinions of other mothers and fathers who have had these conversations with, a court order is more like a guideline. A guideline for parents in case there is a disagreement on any type of modifications they want to do in the order. Now, to be able to have a hard copy of every conversation that you have with the other parent will help prevent any type of confusion one will have as well as remind the other parent on what they agreed or did not agree with during the conversation. Now with my ex-husband, our court order for both children states that if any of us want to take the children outside of California, which is for a lot of people in California that have custody orders, it states pretty much this, that we have to notify the other parent where the child will be, how long they will be there for, the phone number where the other parent could be able to reach them in case that they want to talk to them or have any questions. Um, so for example, say if I want to plan a vacation with my child or if I want them um, for one of my you know, children's friends' birthday parties, then I will text them about it. Most of the time he will agree with me, but there has been times in the past where he will forget and not recollect the conversation. And yes, that can be frustrating. But luckily, I have been able to screenshot conversations or even for the emails to, um, to him about the conversations about the topic. And it does really help me out in the long run because without that proof, then it could have caused a lot of arguments, which is the last thing that you really want to be dealing with. Now on to the final piece of advice that I can give my listeners out there is try to be patient, understanding, and yes, even calm around your child's other parent. Yes, I know it sounds more difficult to do in circumstances, but trust me, you do not want your children around the arguments or knowing that their parents quote unquote hate each other. My oldest Logan is now nine and still has a hard time understanding how his dad and I are not together. He normally sees his father and I talking and co-parenting pretty well around him and his younger sister, and to me, that's all that matters. Do I agree with my ex-husband's parenting uh, methods with our children? Absolutely not. However, my children do not need to know that. All they need to know is that I love them as their mom and that their dad loves them. That is all. 
When I do have issues with my child's father, then I will wait until I am able to have a private conversation with him or wait until they are asleep and then I will discuss my issues with him. Now, when him and I first divorced, I did not follow my own advice that I'm giving you guys right now. And there has been some arguments in the past that were not handled very well. And the children have heard them while I was on the phone with their dad. This caused my oldest to have a hard time in school, as well as him having mixed signals about his own dad because of the fights his father and I had about them. So my advice is to not let your child see the animosity or the disagreements. They do not need to be dragged into adult-related topics. So wait until they are not around to discuss the matters with the other parent. Understandably, certain topics are harder to wait to talk about. But if your child's emotional health should be more important, and if it really cannot wait until the kids are out of the room then use the text messaging options or even the co-parenting apps. I know that in some of the advice that I'm giving does not apply to some parents. And I know that some of you may think that my advice is either too extreme or almost impossible to do. I understand this. However, I have dealt with co-parenting issues since I was seven years old and again when I was 26. So I have been dealing with the do's and don'ts from my own experience as well as others who have been a part of my life for quite some time. Co-parenting with an ex is never easy, but what is even harder is seeing your children hurting because they see their parents fighting over everything and never getting along whenever they are around one another.